This is Rennie Knopf with ChampionshipBBQ.tv, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet before we knew. Listen, Laverne, it's a shit face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. Luckily, you have found the Barbecue Central Show, whether it's by mistake or on purpose. The show covers the world of live fire barbecue and grilling stuff at an incredibly professional rate. Just go ahead and tune in to some of those other programs and see what you get. That's right, Austin Carr. Hey, speaking of Austin Carr, what's happening tomorrow? One of us is going to the Cavs game tomorrow. That's right. Since tomorrow is opposite day, I got floor seats. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, Brett Galloway, just for those that did not hear that, said that their new event is going to be taking place at Panther Island. Right there in uh, downtown Fort Worth in October. So stick around for that. I believe they went October too because they're going to be knee deep inside World Food Championships that second week in November. So I would assume that that's probably why they decided to roll off a little bit into October and get their own date. As they said, kind of a freestanding date. It's going to be all their own. And then. They can focus next uh, that following month in November on the World Food Championship side of things since they're going to be locked up with Mike McLeod and the gang over at WFC. Still to come on the show, Belinda Niebling here in about 12 minutes. Talk a little Smithfield and then helping me close the show, Fred Robles from Rio Valley Meats talking a little World Food Championship final table. Once again, if you're just tuning in here and you missed the first hour, the World Food Championships is going to have their final table contest this coming weekend. Now, this isn't a introduction to this year's World Food Championships. This is actually the closure of the 2017 World Food Championships. There was the WFC event in November of last year that crowned the top 10, and those people have been reserved and uh, brought to media, and they've done whatever they've done here over the last basically five months. Is that right? December, January, February, March. Yeah, so we're going uh, right around five months by the time it all gets said and done here this coming weekend to get a 2017 overall grand champion. All 10 will be showing up in Bentonville in that, I believe it's called Brightwater Professional Kitchen Area, and they will be competing to get an overall winner crowned, and so we'll see how that plays out. You know, last week I had Meathead from Amazing Ribs on, and he was talking about, amongst other things, getting your grills and barbecues in shape for what some of you folks call a grilling season. Now, I know the majority of us don't use that word, season. Now, we'll put seasoning on the food that we cook, but no season when it comes to live fire cooking for us. No, no. Bring on the snow, bring on the rain, bring on the heat. Cold heat, dry heat, warm heat, doesn't matter. We will cook in all and any weather conditions. But some of you, maybe you're new to the game, believe that grilling and barbecue starts on Memorial Day and then summarily ends on Labor Day and everything gets rolled away and put again until the following Memorial Day. Well, fine. If that's what you're going to do, if you're not going to exercise your gaskets on your cookers and barbecues, You're going to need to get them in shape. However, 
I want to share with you a video, and maybe you have seen it circulating around the worldwide social media channels. And this is a lesson on something that you should never do, ever, never, ever. And I want to give it to you on a visual. So if you are listening to this on podcast, go to my Facebook page right now, facebook.com slash BBQ Central Show. And get this video run all the way to an hour and five minutes in or maybe an hour and eight minutes in or whatever it's going to be. And watch what I'm about to show you. And know that if you are ever find if you ever find yourself in this situation, don't do what this guy. No matter how good, no matter how crunked, no matter how much cocaine and crack and heroin and H and X and Special K and Red Death and all this other stuff that you people get your hands on and do illegally, solicit. No matter what drugs and alcohol you've been drinking, if you ever find yourself in this situation, do not do what this guy is going to do. But I need to show it to you because some of you are more, uh, let's say, visual learners. I'm sure a lot of you have seen this here. So here's my man right here. As you can see, you know, this is a pretty impressive backyard setup, right? I mean, it's uh, all brick. It's got a huge grilling surface. There's what I would call a fairly involved fire going on right now. He's got a ample supply of wood down on the bottom right-hand side so he can keep that thing going for quite a while. I don't know if that's a all wood fire that's burning, but I would imagine with the amount of flame that's jumping off and coming through the grilling grates, it's probably a fully involved all wood burning fire. And uh, somebody is taping this guy. Now, if you look off to the left-hand side, he's got like a little Rubbermaid tote full of some white stuff. Like, what is he doing here? Now, here's what I want to tell you. You can tell right now, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. This guy has a small Rubbermaid tote full of what I believe were described as Paraffin starter cubes, you know, like you get from Weber to start your charcoal chimney. Except he's probably got like 300 in that thing, okay? Make sure I duck the sound out of this because I don't want to get launched by Bruno Mars. So watch what this guy does. Boom! Okay. In case you missed it, right? Oh, can I go back now? Right here, you can see, starting to go. Now it's exploding. Now, here's a great uh, freeze frame right here. The fire initially, for like one half second, is doused, then recovers and eats all of the starter cubes and then pukes them back out, plus flame and ash and all of this other stuff. And now he is caught in the middle of it. This is literally a life-threatening situation when it comes to live fire that I've seen in the most vibrant example of stupidity and what never to do. I mean, it's a fire, right? Don't throw fire starters on top of a fire. Maybe one or two if you're feeling confident. Not 300. Once again, watch this guy in full. Up, down, let's go ahead. No, do it. Now it explodes on him. He gets pushed back. I can't believe the guy jumps up. He's running back to the deck here now. And you can see that thing is like he's tearing his shirt off. He's burned uh, quite a bit on his left-hand side. But, I mean, just, folks, I mean, what are we doing? Why are we throwing fire cubes and fire starters on fires? It's already on fire. I know it seems like a great idea. I know you probably thought about it for two or three seconds, you know? Like, hey, I got these really cool fire starters. I have this really big fire that I've worked up. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out. Who needs it? Don't do that. So hopefully you went from podcast to my video to check that out. Please don't ever do that. Hey, I want to uh, give a special mention 
Uh, this coming courtesy of John Dawson, also KRDO.com, uh, Channel 13 News. Funeral for fallen Thunderbird pilot scheduled for this coming Sunday. Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada, the uh, United States Air Force Thunderbirds have announced the funeral for fallen pilot Major Stephen Cajun Del Bango. Bongo, sorry. Squadron posted on their Facebook page Friday night. Del Bongo will have a public funeral at 4.44 p.m. on Sunday. The service is set to take place at Saugus High School in Santa Clarita, California. The post said Del Bango, Bang, Bagno, Del Bagno will receive full military honor, including a 21-gun salute, taps, and a flyover of the F-35 Lightning itself and F-16 Falcons. Del Bagno was new to the Thunderbirds team this year and was Thunderbird number four, the slot pilot for the team. Del Bango was, uh, sorry, Del Bagno was killed when his F-16 Fighter Falcon crashed during a routine training over the Nevada Tests and training range Wednesday, April 4th. I don't know if you've ever seen the Thunderbirds happen in real life, but wow. Talk about top-notch training. Nerves of steel. So very sorry to see that and hear about that. So if you're going to be around there and you want to pay your respects, do that. Again, that's going to be Friday, 4.44 p.m. Hey, let me talk to you quickly about Southside Market and Barbecue. And attention business owners, especially anyone who loves sausage and barbecue, which is most of us. What do you know about Southside Market and Barbecue? Let me tell you. Established in 1882, Southside is the oldest barbecue joint in Texas and has been owned and operated by the same family for three generations. They're famous for the original beef sausage. That's a coarse ground beef in a natural pork casing. And of course, they're known for their authentic Central Texas barbecue. All the meats, including their prime briskets, are slow smoked for many hours over real Texas post oak wood. They ship nationwide via the online store, southsidemarket.com. Keep that in mind here in just one second. They ship fresh and smoked sausages nationwide. Shipping customers can also choose to order now and then ship later. Include a custom gift note if you want and mail to multiple addresses without additional charges. So basically, you can send to 10 different places and you're not charged a separate fee for 10 different places, saving you money while you're spreading the barbecue love. All shipped items are vacuum sealed to ensure freshness and ease of preparation for the customer, shipped with dry ice to ensure complete freshness upon arrival. All meats processed in the on-site USDA-inspected facility. On-site meat markets for fresh and smoked products. Custom orders available as well. Give them a call. Two restaurants to try out if you're going to be in the area. Elgin, Texas since 1882. Bastrop, Texas since 2014. Grocery distribution through Texas and most surrounding states. Here's the kicker. Go to southsidemarket.com and order up. Then use coupon code BBQCENTRAL, all one word, lowercase, BBQCENTRAL, and get 10% off your entire order when done online. Again, that's coupon code BBQCENTRAL for 10% off when you shop at southsidemarket.com. That's southsidemarket.com. And if you had not had the beef sausage, a Texas treat, second to none. Hook up with coupon code BBQCentral, southsidemarket.com. 10% off all online orders just for podcasters and live listeners. Hey, let's get a Smithfield update out of the break. Stick around. Be right back. The only show giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue. A man actually named Meathead. The author of a barbecue bible. Bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show, of course, brought to you by Smithfield. That's right. 
We're going to be talking about the Committed Cooks program here coming up here in just a few minutes. Here's what I want to tell you. If you have access to the Smithfield line of fresh pork products, whether it's the Black Label, whether it's the Extra Tender, the Prime, all that good stuff, try it out if you haven't gotten your hands on it yet. Uh, Of course, you can always keep up with what's happening over at Smithfield by going to the website smokingwithsmithfield.com for the latest promotions, updates. And, of course, if you are competing and you're already a member of the Committed Cooks program and you finish first or second or whatever in your pork ribs and pork butt or pork shoulder categories, make sure that you hit up Facebook and Instagram and hashtag show us your Smithfield. That way you can tell everybody that what you're cooking with wins. Because as we all know, top pork cooks in the country are winning and using Smithfield because of consistency, because of quality, and because of accessibility. So there you go. All right, Smithfield continues to support the world of barbecue and grilling, both in the backyard and on the competition scene. The 2018 version of the Committed Cooks program and the Smithfield Grant program, once again, incredibly popular in their interest from the community. Here to give us some updates on Committed Cooks program, as well as some other items that are going to be going on during the course of this year, is the Senior Account Executive for Edge Marketing, first-timer to the show. Let's go ahead and welcome Belinda Niebling. Hey, Belinda. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Belinda. Appreciate you making time for the show this evening. So I guess before we get into the associated Smithfield talk, uh, since this is your first time on the show, a little background on you, where you're from, if you're a live-fire barbecue grilling enthusiast, uh, what's the whole deal there? (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, born and raised Kansas City. So excited and so much fun to be working with the Smithfield ladies of barbecue. We have a lot of fun. We work really hard. Of course, yes, we absolutely live and breathe our ribs and pork. So any opportunity I can get to try some of my my pit master's samples, I'm happy to indulge them. So how does Edge Marketing and Smithfield work together as like two separate entities? Are you guys pretty much working hand in hand and projects? How does that business relationship work? Yeah. So, um, Smithfield and Edge have worked together for quite a few years now. And, um, my role was actually created a little, almost a year ago, um, for an opportunity to really grow the barbecue marketing positioning for Smithfield. Um, obviously those of you who know the Smithfield brand, I mean, Smithfield is barbecue. We want to be everywhere you guys are. And I think where edge fits into that is really giving an opportunity to remind you of the Smithfield product when you're at the grocery store. We do a lot of shopper marketing. Um, so my team and I work to make sure we make Smithfield look good. Belinda Niebling joining me here on the show. Uh, we're talking about some Smithfield stuff here going on uh, currently and then what might be coming up here over the course of the year. Uh, I hate to put you on the spot, Belinda, but since you're KC <laughs> and I was in KC last year for my first time, uh, we were in for a volleyball tournament. So we hit up Anton's Steakhouse for some high-level steak, which was uh, top two or three that uh, mm. both me and my daughter have had in our current high-level steakhouse meanderings as we get through the country for volleyball traveling when it's just me and her. But, of course, we had to hit up some barbecue <laughs> restaurants. My favorite ended up being Slaps Barbecue, and Plowboys was right there, of course, Q39 indeed, but Slaps took it for me. What's your favorite barbecue in KC? Oh, what a toughie. You know, I, I've been really fortunate to grow up around it. So, of course, I get really spoiled when I have all these awesome cooks cooking for me. Right. But um, I, I got to go, gosh, Gates. There's just something about the experience of being down there. Really? <laughs> you don't want to get yelled at when you get your food? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, usually I feel a little weird when I'm getting yelled at, but, you know, a part of me does kind of like it, I guess. Uh, Belinda, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Committed Cooks program. That's something that uh, this show has been hyping up. I know when I had originally had Emily Detweiler on the beginning of the year, you know, it was expanded from the year previous because there was so much interest in that first year. So how did it end up rolling out? Is it fully closed off at this point? I know we were looking at like 500 slots. How has that rolled out? Yeah, I am thrilled to say um, it was a very, very 
speedy response. Once we got everything live and announced the program, we hit that 500 cooks cap in just three weeks. So yikes, exciting for us, but um, obviously just a reminder, we want to keep expanding and keep growing the program because it's so much fun and it's so great to be able to reach um, those cooks on all different levels and really continue that conversation of barbecue with people who love it just as much as we do. So everybody loves to get online and hashtag this and hashtag that, and maybe they're a committed cook. You know, maybe they're not. Uh, and we certainly know that brands are really paying attention to how their brand names and products are being positioned online anymore. So from a social media aspect, are there any programs that are currently going on or things that you're monitoring from a hashtag standpoint that people can participate in? There are, there are. Our 2018 cooks were encouraged to hashtag walk in with Smithfield. That is our new program for the 18 season. Um, and this year, as opposed to those who participated last year, this year we really want to give that credit where credit is due because some of these teams are just kicking butt. So um, every time they get that first place win in ribs and pork, um, we ask them to come back to smokingwithsmithfield.com and report on those wins. Show it, brag it, tell me everything about it. Obviously, hashtag smokingwithsmithfield. It's a great way to catch my attention. Of course, you guys can always add me on social media as well. Um, That way, I'm sure not to miss any of your wins. But we just want to give those teams the, the bragging rights they deserve because we're, we're so proud of those 500 cook teams. It's amazing. Uh, Belinda, from a walk-in with Smithfield standpoint, what kind of a reaction are you seeing that or, or how often and is it being used in the right ways? Absolutely. So we good. honestly, uh, the first round of or the first submissions I received right about that February uh, 15th marker. So we're looking at right at two months and we've already seen 15 teams and counting who have gotten that first place win. And there's such cool prizes this year too. I mean, really high dollar stuff. If you haven't stopped by smokingwithsmithfield.com to check out these goodies. I mean, I'm talking a cool Carhartt tote, um, the coveted wagon, everybody wants the director's chairs, and even a really fun when you're tailgating embril. So definitely check those out. Keep me posted. I can't wait to see and hear all about it. Now, in order to do smoking with Smithfield, do you have to be a uh, signed up committed cook in order to do that? So for the 2018 season, yes, um, we okay. are we are at capacity. We are all signed up. Right. But it's one of those things. Obviously, if you're using Smithfield products. Still tell me about it. I want to see that smoking with Smithfield hashtag as well. Hashtag smoking with Smithfield on social media. Show me where you found your products, et cetera. I mean, it's so fun to see how huge this community is. But obviously, as we get ready to roll out our 2019 program later this fall, um, I think we'll have some interesting um, builds. We're growing that program as well as a few of our other programs. And I have no doubt we are just going to continue to expand this huge community. So when you are putting together, let's say, you know, this current 2018 Committed Cooks program, how quickly do you guys turn around and start looking at, well, what is a 2019 potential Committed Cooks program <laughs> going to look like? Is that pretty soon? Uh, should I should I tell you that we're already talking about it? We're already working on it? <laughs> I think you did. You know, when you, <laughs> when you put this number of a really driven women together, uh, you're, you get some amazing results. So I think it's just a continuous reminder. Um, we, we have so much fun. We work so hard and, and the response is there The the teams are there. So, um, we don't like saying, no, we're full. It's just that reminder of let's keep growing. Let's keep expanding and really, uh, make something, something huge here for Smithfield. So we see Smithfield being very active as it relates to competition barbecue and offering a committed cooks program and giving, benefits and some high dollar prizes to folks that are actually using the product and finishing first, which is great to see. But also you see Smithfield and other capacities like, for instance, becoming part of ancillary categories in contests throughout the country, not the least of which is going to be a part of the pork ancillary category at the American Royal this year. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. If you haven't heard already, 2018 is the year of the loin. Um, it's one of those products that can be really intimidating when you buy it in store. Um, but we have these brilliant minds 
um, these amazing cook teams who we want to encourage to show up that creativity. So for 2018, we are launching, launching our very first pork loin ancillary at the American Royal. So what is entailed there and how do you get to be a part of that? Yeah, so actually it's going to be really easy. Um, we Anybody who wants to participate is absolutely encouraged to sign up. If you sign up, we are going to give you that product for free. <laughs> so you really have nothing to lose other than maybe some time, some creativity out of your mind. But um, yeah, it's a really nice $5,000 cash prize. And we, um, I mean, it's going to be within the, the ancillary category happening on Sunday the 16th. So if you are already competing in one of the ancillary competitions, this is an easy ad. Um, and just another something fun. Again, we love seeing what people come up with because that pork loin just has so many ideas, so many options. Um, it's one of those things that I think a consumer might not buy, but our, our barbecue pitmasters, they know what's up and they know how to make some really awesome, yummy meals out of that. So, I mean, you have access to all this stuff. Like, what's your favorite way to do a pork loin, Belinda? Ooh, good question. Right. You know, I think it's one of those, I have had some very interesting conversations about that since we started this loin conversation about, um... Oh, last fall. And one of my favorites that I've seen, um, very simple, something I could do. And that was probably why I enjoyed it so much is just taking it, chunking up about a quarter of it and making a nice pasta dish because you don't think of pork necessarily first thing when you think of a pasta, you might think of a chicken or another protein. That's what we, that's where we want to put you in your, in our minds is that it's absolutely as versatile and you can use it in just about anything. So I would say, yeah, some, some pork loin chicken Alfredo sounds, or excuse me, pork loin, a pork loin Alfredo, fettuccine Alfredo would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is how inside the box I live. I just think about putting it on a smoker, <laughs> maybe injecting it, putting some barbecue rub on it, taking it to about 135, slicing it and getting all the high fives <laughs> and hearty hand class from the neighbors. But you're Blowing my mind here with some uh, pork Alfredo. I mean, that's that's where the creativity comes in, right? That, you know, and I and I can't by any means claim to be the master of the grill at my house, but I'm a pretty darn good cook. So I think I love to see when people come to us and show us those ideas and and really just make such a wonderful finished product. It's it's so fun to see. All right, so that's going to be Smithfield's pork loin ancillary category. That's going to be Sunday the 16th at 1 o'clock. So if you're going to be there or you're already doing something else, as uh, Belinda said, easy ad, go ahead and take advantage of that and uh, check out smokingsmithfield.com for more information. Also, the other, this was first year last year, was the Smithfield Barbecue Classic, which is kind of a, has that guinea pig style competition feel to it. So tell me a little bit about this year's version. Yeah. So inquiring minds have been asking about this one for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm thrilled to announce that we have officially announced Smithfield Classic for our second year. And this year we're taking it out of Smithfield, Virginia and over to Richmond, Virginia to the Richmond International Raceway. Wow. So again, such a fun, fun city, just a little bit larger venue, um, giving us more team, more space for those teams and their rigs. And we're going to be in Richmond on September 28th and 29th. You know, I'm, I'm often caught in an, an argument between myself and maybe some of these other pitmasters, especially people that are putting on competitions between how much do we need to let pitmasters do what they do? And then how much do we need to put public in front of them so they can also catch the bug or they can demystify some things where they might build up in their mind that, oh, this is going to be so tough or I could never do anything like that. But once you see somebody do it, you're like, hey, I can do that. Is there going to be some forward-facing uh, public stuff during this Smithfield class? You, you know what there is. I think that's probably one of the most important things for us is mm. these guys all started somewhere. They saw someone who inspired them. So we absolutely want to encourage that consumer to attend, check it out. We will obviously share more details as we get closer to the event, but absolutely bring your family, bring your friends. It's going to be a lot of fun this year. Is there going to be any uh, ancillary categories associated with uh, this this event as well, the Smithfield Barbecue Classic. You just want to show off the pork loin skills again, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we are definitely, we're going to throw that in there too. We're going to have another loin ancillary, giving everybody a chance to win an additional $1,000. So 
And then, you know, doesn't, doesn't hurt to take home a thousand dollars at the end of the weekend. So last year, I don't know if you know, Belinda, but I do that. If you won that thing, mm-hmm. you got uh, what I would call a golden ticket to go to the other side of the country and take part mm-hmm. in King of the Smoker. Is there any way that that might be extended out here in the second year? Of course. Yes. I might come out and cook that. I might come out and cook this year. I might. (laughs) Who doesn't want to be in California the first weekend of December? I mean, it's too cold to be just about anywhere else. So, yes, we are cordially inviting the winner back to the Smithfield King of the Smoker. Belinda Niebling joining me here on the show. And here's a question that I want to ask, Belinda. You know, Smithfield, as we've talked about here, you know, really stepped up to the plate here over the last couple of years, even from a visibility standpoint in a lot of the competitions that you see, uh, obviously, uh, as you, if you follow Emily on any type of social media, there's obviously been <laughs> a, con- a, a continued step up into the NASCAR circuit with Stuart House racing this year. What about specific advertising as it relates to somebody like me, a backyard hack, a backyard warrior, not necessarily a competition cook? Does Smithfield look at or are you guys going to be doing any type of target marketing or TV advertising or something like that to get somebody like me a little bit more exposed to the Smithfield product? Absolutely. I mean, we that's the thing is obviously we realize that there is all levels to the sport of competitive barbecue. Um, it's one of those things that can be very challenging to get into and it's very, you know, it can be downright expensive if you are going out a lot so we want to we want to encourage people on all levels and we certainly advertise to all different markets um but we're looking for opportunities also some stuff coming in 19 that may reach a different audience and Mm -hmm. may um give people a chance to feel like they're competing and and on that same caliber of all those pit masters so absolutely we want to encourage everyone who wants to cook to just have fun with it and just cook more Blit, I don't want to throw a curveball here on the way out, but the uh, World <laughs> Food Championships final table is taking place this coming weekend yes. in Bentonville, Arkansas. Do you have a a prognostication on who you think might be pulling out the grand championship this weekend? I mean, I believe it's going to be my boy Fred. I don't know who yes. else could possibly. Yeah. I know that's what that's what I told Mike McLeod when he was on a couple weeks ago. I was like, "Hey, you're not judging, and you know, you're not going to be cooking here, so you got to be able to tell me who you think is going to win," and then. He politely sidestepped, but I didn't. I said, hey, I'm a barbecue guy through and through. I think it's going to be Fred Robles. He's actually following you here on the show this evening, so uh, we'll get to see it. Birdie told me that. We're so excited for him. We couldn't be more proud of what he's done, and he's going to have a great time this weekend. All right, so here's what you want to do. You want to run over to smokingwithsmithfield.com and make sure that you are up to speed on everything that's going on as it relates to Smithfield, and we're talking with Belinda Niebling. Linda, really appreciate the time tonight. Appreciate getting to know you, and thanks for doing it. Thanks, Craig. You have a good one. Thanks, you too. It's Belinda right there from Smithfield and... No, there we go. appear via the Traeger <laughs> Grills hotline. Edge marketing. Mm-hmm. That's right. So Yummy. if you were paying attention, they are marketing partners with Smithfield putting projects together, uh, doing the advertising, getting out. Very exciting. So I think, how many more people are there in the Smithfield stable that have that I don't know that haven't been on this show? Backyard Barbecue Show, Jason King. Smithfield should sponsor people on YouTube. Agreed. I don't know, Jason. Here's what I'm thinking. Three weeks ago, we could have done pork loin, finely cubed, dropped in the booze teen. Huh? I think so. I think we were right there. You and I are on the same page. Pork loin, booze teen. Forget the bacon. Did you do bacon? You did bacon, right? I forget. We could have subbed out bacon and done crispy pork cubes. Hey, behind every great meal is a great grill. But not just any grill, a Traeger grill. And the Timberline is Traeger's most advanced grill yet. 
It allows you to grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and even barbecue like a pro, no matter what your level, thanks to its incredible wood-fired taste. Seriously, you don't know flavor till you're cooking with it. Traeger grills use all-natural hardwood pellets as fuel, so you're literally cooking with flavor. From low and slow smoked ribs to a seared steak and even a baked apple pie, Traegers can handle it all. And the Traeger Timberline makes it even easier thanks to the wire fire capability. You can check on your cooks, kick up the temperature, and set custom cook cycles anytime, anywhere, all right on your phone through the Traeger app. In fact, I gotta go check out my brisket right now. Actually, it's freaking cold! Thank God I have wire fire because I don't want to go outside to check my brisket temperature. I don't need to do that with my Wirefire Traeger Grill. You can find one at your local Traeger dealer or check them out online at TraegerGrills.com. Hey, how about this? Want to beef up the barbecue game as summer approaches? Traeger shop classes are going on right now coast to coast, bringing barbecue knowledge and amazing wood-fired food everywhere they go. Taught by professional pitmasters such as Chad Ward, Doug Shiding, Diva Q. The list goes on. You need to reach barbecue glory. You need to find a shop class. You will get that glory. You will get high fives from the neighbors. Find a shop class near you. Sign up today at TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. That's TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. My boy, Texas Embedded Correspondent Doug Shiding was doing a Traeger Grills shop class in Salt Lake City the last two days over the weekend. Knocking it out, meeting the likes of salt and copper. I think Pittman is a... uh, Traeger Grill Shop Class guy as well from Meat Church. Got to get him back on the show here shortly. TraegerGrills.com, TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. And Fred Robles coming up next. Stick around. Be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. Hey, all right. Welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant in your home, you are in luck because Fireboard is fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232 today. Mine just sparked up because it's right there on my desk. Unbelievable. Let me go check the emails real quick before I get over to Fred Robles. Hmm. All right. Helping me close the show this evening. Glad I looked over there because that was wide open. That would have came through. Wasn't very unprofessional. Helping me close the show tonight, a guy who has punched his ticket back in November to be a part of the final table of the World Food Championships this coming weekend in Bentonville, Arkansas. Let's go ahead and race to the Traeger Grills hotline and welcome back the pitmaster of Rio Valley Meats, Fred Robles to the show. Fred, how are you, buddy? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Fred. Appreciate you making time here for the show. Uh, I guess before we look ahead, Fred, let's go ahead and take a quick trip back to last November as we track your path to what is going to be Bentonville, Arkansas this past weekend. Yes, sir. Yeah, we uh, we were in Orange Beach, Alabama here in November. Uh, a little out of our comfort zone. Uh, we went in there because it was uh, marketed as IBCA versus KCBS, and uh, being from Texas, we always feel like the odd man out <laughs> in the uh, in the barbecue world. Yep. So it was a it was a um, a chance for Texas to show what they can do uh, in a ways. So yeah, we went over there and uh, uh, got lucky, and uh, we won the IBCA contest, which. Uh, allowed us to get into the uh to the final there and uh what can i say they, they liked our food that final day and uh, here we are getting ready for the final table uh fred are you we had had a number of conversations not necessarily you and i but as we had i had, had some people that were either watching world food championships or had also competed uh, but didn't win it 
They were saying that that final day, it was tough from a barbecue's perspective to think that, you know, you did a, was it a ribeye cap or something like that that, that ended up winning it for you? That that wasn't like real barbecue stuff. There wasn't a, a time allotted for barbecue. Did you have a, a similar mindset on that or did you think it was all right? Well, it was, it was more grilling than anything, um, which I guess you could still consider barbecue. Um, now, if you're you're running low and slow, of course, you, yeah, you need more than I think it was an hour and a half that they gave us start to finish. So, um, uh, I guess if you're a purist, yeah, you would need more time. But uh, I, I consider that barbecue. I mean, any anytime you have a piece of meat over some coals, uh, it's barbecue to me. <laughs> Fred Robles joining me here on the show, pitmaster of Rio Valley Meats. You know, Fred, this was the first year since its inception that there wasn't an overall winner crowned at the main event in November. And the idea, I guess, was that they would take all of you top 10 folks and use this time between to get you in front of media, various forms, promotion, hype, all that stuff. So let me ask you, since you're one of those 10, have you personally experienced that in respect? Have you found that you've been in front of more media do you find that you're getting hyped or was that a little overshot well we've had some exposure um i know a couple of magazines have reached out uh, a couple of publications um uh actually i was looking at the itinerary here coming up for the end of the week uh for friday saturday and of course sunday is the final um a lot of those days are going to be a lot of a lot of media and uh, uh shooting sizzle reels and stuff like that which is a little out of our element, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, see what see what comes out of it, for sure. Fred, I had Mike McLeod on a couple of weeks ago, and he said that you, like specifically you, were one of the only one of the top ten finalists that's allowed to bring another cooking device that was outside of that Brightwater kitchen, uh, specifically being access to your pit. So uh, do you plan on, or are you, are you on the road, like right now headed to Bentonville, or not yet? I'm headed out uh, Thursday. Thursday. Um, okay. But yes, I, I I am taking my uh, I am taking my rig. I mean, I've got everything in there that uh, that I can possibly need at a cook off. Um, so I figure I'm going to take it, and I've got all kinds of stuff in there. So uh, that way, I don't forget anything at home. So it'd just be easier for me. Mike did mention that there is a pit maker vault already on site. Did you think about leaving your pit at home and using the one that they had there, or no way? Uh, man, I, I'm so used to running my Jambo that it's uh, it, it it was it was a no-brainer for me to just to even though it's a haul. I mean, it's uh, from my house. I believe it's like 14 and a half hour drive um, to get to Bentonville. But uh, I just know the way my pit runs. I know the way it operates. I know the way it functions. So I'm just gonna. I mean, it's it's a chance at a hundred thousand dollars. You're gonna. I, I want to take uh, give myself the best chance I can. Now, when you go inside or away from the pit, there's only professional devices that you're going to be able to use. So are you concerned at all with any of those and how you might use them and or how they might differ from what you're typically accustomed to using at home? Or do you have a lot of experience around commercial kitchens and those particular devices? I'm not I'm not very, very experienced in uh, with commercial kitchens or what have you, but... Uh uh, for what I'm cooking, I really just need a, a pot and a stove and a couple other little appliances here and there. Um, it's nothing. Uh, my 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 approach to barbecue is always to keep it simple, man. So uh, I'm gonna keep it simple, and uh, hopefully the judges love it, and and hopefully we come out with the victory. So are you given a itinerary of how the actual competition is going to go? Like, are you told that you're going to be able to cook whatever you want? Or are you going to be assigned a specific barbecue dish in order to cook? How is that going to lay out, or do you not know that yet? No, um, we can basically cook whatever we want. Um, so going into it, all the other 10, or the 10, including myself, um, have been practicing and, and cooking, uh, practicing at home, cooking whatever they want, and uh, that's what I mean, everybody can do their own deal. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it kind of gets old practicing the same thing over and over, but uh, uh, it's it's practice makes perfect, like they say. Fred Robles joining me here on the show. Uh, Fred, this is going to be filmed for TV. You know, I don't want to be the the devil's advocate here, but typically TV 
these days means some weirdo stuff that might be lurking around the corner. So is there anything in the back of your mind that is saying, hey, I'm going to be practicing cooking X or Y or Z, and then when you get there, are you worried that they might throw some type of a sidewinder in there that you're going to have to account for that you haven't been practicing? Yeah, that's that's kind of a worry, especially I know WFC likes like uh, the infused ingredients, what have you. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's something that's lingering in the back of my mind. But uh, we'll take it in stride, man. It, it, it's the way I see it is if there is some sort of uh, curveball or whatever, it's it's for all the uh, ten finalists, not just for me. So everybody's gonna have to deal with it. Have you had any interaction with any of the other top ten finalists at all during this time off? Yeah, we actually we actually have a little uh, Facebook uh, page type of deal, just the ten finalists, and we kind of interact with what's going on when everybody's leaving and traveling and stuff like that. So yeah, we've 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 talked somewhat back and forth on uh, different issues. Who do you like the best, and who do you want to crush? Um, I like everybody, and I want to crush them all. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's my best friends, and I want to kill all of them. That's great. <laughs> do you think no i mean every, everybody's everybody's uh is good at their uh at their respective category of course uh everybody's earned their way there and, and my respects to everybody uh but at the end of the day we're going in there with the mindset to win and we're going to come out with the victory buddy do you think that i'm trying to think of the best way to word this so like you know if if I were you coming out of Cleveland, I'd be going down, and of course I would be looking to win, but you know, you're know you a Texas guy coming out of Texas, so do you want to win for you, but you also want to win for Texas? Like, Do you carry that with you like a, a badge of honor? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's a... Uh, um, everybody who, who knows me knows that I want to that I always want to win, that I'm going to do my best and give it my best um, and give it my best uh, to win, not only for myself, but for everybody who's who supported me and who still supports me, everybody who's helped me along the way, everybody who who uh, who I consider my friends and family and, and barbecue family. I want to win for them, not just for myself. And, of course, that includes the, the Lone Star State, man, the great state of Texas. Who are you bringing with you? I know Ernest was cooking with you down at World Food Championships. Are you bringing the bean guy with you? I'm bringing Mr. Burnt Bean. Really? Yeah, he'll be out there. Yeah, he'll be out there with me, and uh, another friend of mine, Roddy Trevino, is going to be out there as well. Wow! Uh, and my wife is my wife is flying in for support as well. So, yeah, we're, we'll so, have a uh, we'll, to, we'll have a good team there. There were no restrictions at all put on who you're allowed to bring or anything like that. I mean, Ernest happens to be a pretty good cook. In case nobody knows who he is, yeah, Ernest is Ernest is a beast, man. He's uh, he's great. Uh, now that, that that guy knows his way around the kitchen, that yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to have him on board. He helped me out in uh, Alabama, and uh, uh, and he's a he's a really good friend, and I'm happy he's coming along. So you gonna be whipping up the blue cheese taters again? Uh, I can't say it, but uh, <laughs> chances are pretty good. Yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> um, What are your thoughts on judges at the final table? They've been announced. There's five of them. Uh, it seems they have varying palettes that you might have to account for. Any worry on that at all, or just kind of like an IBCA-type situation for you? Yeah, it's 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 uh, it. it uh, I think it plays into our hands. I mean, that's what we shoot for in barbecue is, uh, middle of the road barbecue that's, that that pleases a lot of pellets. So um, I think uh, I think it serves as an advantage to us. Um, I think another point uh, in talking to a couple of buddies of mine is that uh, I don't know how much how much of uh, the other uh, nine finalists have uh, competition experience. I know they've done the world food, but I don't know how how often they do it. Now in, in the barbecue world, I do this every weekend, so it's a uh, to me, and, and I don't want to make light of it. It's it's another it's another cookoff. Yes, it's a it's a big deal, but uh, I don't I don't feel really pressured or what have you, uh, like some of these other finalists might be. So that might be a good thing as well. Fred, you've won some of the biggest competitions around. If you were, I, I hate to play the guy that says, "Hey, let's look ahead and assume that you win," but I mean, it's a really big payday. You got a hundred thousand dollars in in cash and prizes. And again, let me stipulate that again: in cash and prizes, not just cash. But a huge payday, yep. regardless. Would this be 
the biggest win on your career so far if you're able to pull this one off, or are there other ones that would rate above? Um, as far as cash, yeah, this would definitely be the. I mean, I think in general would be a. It'd be the biggest win in my career. It's uh, it's one of those that can. Uh, I mean, if we win it, it can open so many doors just just because of the media involved and what have you. Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, and and and, uh, and hopefully everything turns out great. And you're feeling pretty confident. You said you were uh, assuming or you're planning on coming out with the victory, so I would imagine you're feeling pretty confident. Absolutely. I think we're going in there with a great dish um, that uh, that if we execute it right, I think uh, I think it gives us a really good shot of winning this thing. Fred, not to look away from what's coming up this weekend, but the 2018 competition season for you, obviously, uh, very important. Uh, what do you have planned out here over the next handful of months? Uh, uh, this year I've been, uh, I've, I've kind of been lingering over into the KCBS side a little more, uh, being from Texas, we don't have a whole lot of them down here, yep. uh, especially as far south as I live. So most of my contests within a four or five hour radius are all IBCA. Um, I'd have to go travel, uh, like here recently we were in Oklahoma for that, uh, that doubleheader there in, in Shawnee. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, a different challenge, which is what I what I like about KCBS is the 30 minute turn-ins. Uh, it's a little different challenge than having to wait around two hours for IBCA turn-in. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to doing a, a bit more KCBS, and uh, hopefully we can uh, we can uh, be a little more consistent on those. So it's a different style of cooking, so uh, it's a learning curve. If you're going to be on Facebook this weekend, make sure you check out the World Food Championships Facebook page because they're going to be streaming the final table live via Kitchen Ambush. And you can watch our guy Fred Robles go for $100,000 in cash and prizes. Fred, of course, uh, you've shown up on this show prior to the competition. We know what that means. You're going to be winning. And uh, this is just more of a formality for you to show up and go ahead and take that win. But Show Karma (laughs) attaches, of course, and I appreciate you taking the time out to do it and uh, hype it up with us. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for having me, Greg. You got it. There he is, Fred Robles, heading to Bentonville this coming uh, Thursday. All guests appear via the Traeger Grills hotline. There we go. Yummy. And uh, Fred's feeling very good. And I agree with him. I don't think he's coming off uh, too confident or, you know, too much uh, bravado. I mean, this guy is used to competing at the highest levels. So he has that competition vibe down. He knows how to react under pressure. He knows he's been put in pressure-packed situations with far more teams and people than the final table. But... A lot of money involved, a lot of prizes involved, a lot of prestige involved, a lot of doors that can be opened. So it could be a new type of pressure once you get down into it. So we'll see how Fred reacts. Don't forget, the World Food Championships Facebook page is the place you're going to want to go to watch all the streaming events here on the 21st and 22nd this coming weekend. Let me quickly talk to you about the Barbecue Guru. You know, the Guru has always believed that outdoor cooking should be easy because... Well, it can be, especially with the Monolith Barbecue Guru Edition Grill. The Monolith is the world's first temperature-controlled smoker with a built-in power draft fan. This means smarter control and greater freedom with automatic pit temperature controls. Easily choose your cooking time and temperature and let the Monolith do the work of a sous chef or a barbecue pit master. With minimal effort, you now have oven-like precision at the grill and can serve the tastiest, juiciest meals each and every time. You know, I say it from time to time. That's consistency. That's what gets you. People raving. I mean, what's better than just going in, knowing you can set your temperature, and each and every cook, the temperatures are going to be the same. You can go back, you can review your notes, and you know that your setup is going to be just like the last time you killed that rack of ribs or that whole brisket or that pork shoulder, those chickens, or that... Uh, pork Alfredo. Yeah. How about that? Cook that in the monolith. By the way, if you already have a Barbecue Guru temperature controller, you don't need to get an extra fan, right? You can just hook the controller right up to the fan, and the monolith will be accommodating to that. So unless you want to go out and buy new technology, you can go out and buy the CyberQ Cloud controller if you want. 
but if you have a current controller, that will hook up to the fan and you're off and running. Plus, it comes with a whole bunch of great accessories. Two weeks' time, we're going to be talking with Barbecue Bob Trudnak about the rib ring that he's created. It's flying off the shelves. It's absolutely incredible. All right, we're back to wrap the show right after this. Maybe give you a chance to win something. So stick around. We'll be right back. Where we give stuff away, yeah. It's free and you don't have to pay a thing. That's why it's free, yeah. Okay, because I can, I will give away my most personal possession right here. The brand new copy of Stephen Reichland's Project Fire. And if you want, I'll go ahead and sign it. Right here, my autograph. Steve didn't sign that one. It came right from the publisher. But if you want me to sign his book, as I'm ought to do, I'll do that. You have to send me an email, and in the subject line, you put Barbecue University. Spell out barbecue. Spell out university with a space. Barbecue University. And you can get a copy of Stephen Reichland's brand new book, not even out yet. Project Fire. Good luck. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you've found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Hey, welcome back. Thanks again to Fred Robles from Rio Valley Meats for joining me. Talking about the upcoming World Food Championships once again. He's got a 14-hour drive. He's going to be leaving on Thursday, and then they have stuff Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday is actually going to be the main event, I believe, and then Friday, Saturday is going to be a media event, uh, probably getting to know the rules and all this other stuff. So, hey, it's good. It's fun. It's award-winning, and we will see how Show Karma attaches if he can carry out all the way to Sunday when the actual event takes place or if he'll fall a day short, usually karma attaches on Saturday when the barbecue competitions actually take place. But because this is such an event, I would imagine that it has to attach on a Sunday. All right, we got a winner for the book, and it is Hootie. Hootie, you win the book. Go ahead and send me your shipping information, and that will also go out in the mail tomorrow. Media mail, though, buddy. I'm not paying extra shipping for that. So you'll get it when you get it. But you get it for free. How about that? You love that. Hootie, send me your shipping info. You won. Tim Rogers, you were you just missed it, but you won the shirt. So don't worry about it. Hey, all the way back in the first hour, we talked with Stephen Reichlin. Talked about the new book, talked about the new TV show, talked about paella. Talked about some pretty cool dishes that he might make that aren't live fire and grilling stuff. Then we talked with Brett Galloway from the State Cook-Off Association. Talked about the big past events over the last couple weeks. The big triple that took place this past weekend. Got some big events coming up here. Also, the brand new location and date for the World Steak Cook-Off Championships coming up in October. Their specific personal date. Then in the second hour, we talked with Belinda Niebly from Smithfield. And we closed it out with Fred Robles from Rio Valley Meats talking about the World Food Championships. Big show lined up for you next week already. Okay. Hopefully, we'll get the WFC winner to recap that. Amongst other things, we got the Embedded Correspondence segment, as you know. So looking forward to next show's next week's show already, September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. Hi. Still listening, are ye? Good news for you. You have an opportunity. 
to win a brand new Barbecue Central Show shirt. All you have to do is be the first one to send me an email. By the way, only one winner. Send me an email with the correct answer in the subject line or in the body. Doesn't matter. During my conversation with Fred Robles, I mentioned another pitmaster that he is bringing in tow to the final 10 in Bentonville, Arkansas. What's the name of that pitmaster? And what's the name of his barbecue team? Be the first one to send me that correct email with that correct answer. And you can win a free Barbecue Central Show t-shirt as long as you can fit in sizes extra large, double XL, triple XL, and quad XL. Thanks for listening and good luck.